What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode, the very first episode of 2023. Happy 2023, y'all. I'm so excited to be on tonight to be able to encourage you all to have a great, great 2023. Now, y'all, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. For this year to be a great year is going to be in accordance to your faith in him, meaning your faith in God. And speaking of faith, this is the main theme that I myself personally am focusing on in 2023. And that is y'all living by faith, living and walking by faith in 2023. Now, I love to talk about faith, especially in the coming new year. Because it gives us this space where we can focus our attention to what matters. And it helps us to build momentum and stamina as well to carry on through the rest of the year. So that way, you know, when February comes along, when March comes along, when April comes along, we don't feel depleted. But we still have this, 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 you know, this passion to go after the very things that God wants us to go after this new year. Now, one of the things that I really want to go ahead and touch upon again on tonight's episode, I touched about it, I touched upon it like a little bit in um, our series from last year titled The Faces of Faith. But I really want to go ahead and touch on it again on tonight's episode to refresh your memory, because I believe this is one of the mistakes that many of us as believers are still making to this day. And this is this is it, y'all. Now, you see, faith is both action and attitude, all right? So faith is an action, and faith is also an attitude. Faith is not just us merely saying that we believe. I'm going to say this again. Faith is not just us merely saying that we believe. If you were to go to every miracle account recorded in the Word of God, I will, I will even go as far to say 99.99% of them required a faith act or an action on the part of the person who perhaps was believing for the miracle for themselves or they had a family member or they had a friend believing the miracle for them right on their behalf we even see jesus in scripture not even really performing any miracle without the parti- the, the the um participation of the people as well that he was giving the miracle to that he was giving the healing the deliverance to i'm going to show you guys a a few examples even when it comes to the story of the woman with the issue of blood jesus did not approach her first the bible clearly shows us that she is approaching jesus and not only is she approaching jesus but she's making sure (laughs) she's making sure that she touched the hinge of his cloak right or of his robe and she says to herself you know if she could just touch it she know that she's will she will be healed or she will be made whole and surely because she did in fact do that she was healed jesus didn't even grab hold of her arm or anything or her hand she was healed and the lord says to her your faith has made you well amen And so, even in this story, we are seeing here that faith is not just merely believing, saying, okay, I believe I will be healed. But it's showing you that faith is an action. It is demonstrated. 
So once you have that attitude, which is I believe, you must take an action to demonstrate that you in fact believe. I'm going to share another example. Let's go ahead and go back to the story of Abraham. You know, sometimes we misunderstand that text because when you go to the book of Hebrews, it does mention that and it was, you know, said of Abraham, he was righteous because of his faith. But sometimes we overlook to see that same passage is talking about what Abraham in fact did. Abraham obeyed the Lord and he obeyed the Lord by actually sacrificing his son. He didn't go to that length to sacrifice his son because he was stopped. But if the angel of the Lord never appeared, truly Abraham was going to go ahead and sacrifice his only son that he had with Sarah. We know that he had Ishmael, but when it comes to his wife, the wife that he loved, Sarah, they only had Isaac and they had Isaac in their old age. And now you see God is telling Abraham, you, you know, I need, I need you to sacrifice this son of yours. The one that you waited many, many, many years to have with your, your, your wife. Abraham could have been like, God, you know how long I've waited for Isaac? But the posture of his heart was one of confidence in the Lord. He knew the nature of God. And because he knew the nature of God, he knew he could trust God. And here's why he knew he could trust God. Because literally God was faithful to give him Isaac because he promises, promised him Isaac. Even though he didn't give him Isaac right away, but surely he gave him Isaac. And so he was a God who was faithful to his word. He was a God who allowed his word to come to pass. And so many of us, this is my question to us tonight. Do we really believe in God's word? When Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but when the Lord says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Do we truly believe that word that God says concerning our lives, concerning his plan for our lives? All right. Maybe you said, yes, JLP, I believe the word of God, that he has good plans for me, plans to prosper me and not to harm me. Okay, so if you believe that God indeed has good plans for you, why aren't you why aren't you seeking that plan out? Now, maybe you are seeking the plan out, but why are you staying in a place of comfortability? Why are you staying in a place of complacency? Why are you staying in a place where you're not taking risk? You're not taking a step. To align to the very plan that God has for you. Many of us, we feel as if God is going to pour every single blessing from the sky. Like he poured manna to feed the Israelites when they were in the wilderness. Now, God is a, a sovereign God. You know, God is a merciful God. He could do that if he wanted to. But remember what the word of the Lord says. It says that the Lord is pleased by our faith. And so, how in fact is the Lord pleased by our faith? Do you think that the Lord is pleased by our faith just because we say we believe the Lord is going to do a thing for us? Of course, it's good to believe. Now, here it comes now. This is, the, this is faith as an attitude. Yes, 
it's good for you to believe that he will do such a thing for you, that he will heal you, that he will restore you, that he will bless you. But it's equally important as well for you to act upon it. I'm going to give you guys another example. We see Ruth in the story of Ruth. The Bible tells us that she lost her husband. She also lost her her, um, her father-in-law, the husband of her mother-in-law, Naomi. And we see that Ruth... She demonstrated her faith as an attitude by saying to Naomi, you know, where you go, I'll go out. Where you go, I'll go. Excuse me. Where you stay, I'll stay. Your God will be my God. But she didn't stop there. She demonstrated her faith attitude into an action. The very statement that came out of her mouth is the very statement that she also demonstrated. She literally packed herself out of Moab and went with Naomi. And this is the part where many of us were afraid. We're, we're afraid to do. This is the part that many of us don't reach. Because we stay in the place of faith as an attitude. But we never give ourselves the chance to demonstrate faith as an action. And you will see many times in the in the word of God. Both of them had to be, right, on one accord for God to be pleased. And we see this in countless, countless Bible narratives. We see many people in, 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 in the Bible who were in desperate need of a miracle, even though they perhaps had some type of disability, some type of iniquity or whatnot, they still approached the Lord to receive their healing or miracle. And we still see, even if they weren't able to do so, those who were in their midst helped them to receive the miracle. The friends that they had helped them to receive the miracle. It was the faith of their friends that helped them to receive the miracle. But even the faith of their friends as well was demonstrated through an action. My goodness. This reminds me of what, again, we hear when we read from James chapter 2, verse 26, which says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. So the Bible is showing us that your faith is not alive in God's eyes until he sees you demonstrated through works. I'm going to say this again. Your faith is not alive in God's eyes until he sees it demonstrated through your works. I'm going to go ahead and share this, this account with you. And I hope that it encouraged you, especially as I know many of you are still writing down your goals for 2023, strategizing and seeing how you can you know, achieve your goals. I know that some of you are still praying you know, unto the Lord, his will for your life, what it is that he wants you to do. Back in 2021, um, you know, after I, I was in prayer, um, the Lord just came and I believe that he just placed this in my heart. He just placed this in my spirit. It was just a thought. 
a, a quick thought that came. And he said to me, when you do the more, the more will come. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this again. When you do the more, the more will come. When I heard that phrase, immediately I knew what it was was speaking of. Like immediately I knew what the Lord was saying in in, in that phrase. It was very short, but it was a very weighty phrase. When you do the more, the more will come. the The Lord was literally saying, "When you again continue to seek Me, right? When you again continue." To trust in me. And as well as when you continue to demonstrate that you trust in me. That you believe in the word that I've said concerning your life. Then the more will come. What is the the more will come? Meaning here. Then more provision will come. The more resources will come. Right? The more of the things. The materialistic things that you need to do some of the things that I've called you to do will come. But they will never come sometimes. Unless... We show the Lord that we're completely devoted and committed to him. And as well, that we choose to demonstrate to him our faith through our action, through our works. It's not just a saying, oh, yeah, I believe in your word for me. Oh, God, I believe in your promises for me. But you partnering yourself with the word of God to see it manifest. And this, my friends, is what I call manifesting your purpose. This is what what we see and read in Ephesians 2.10. Now, I'm not speaking about new age because I know a lot of people, when they hear the word manifest or manifesting nowadays, they think that it's only pertaining to the new age. I'm not speaking of new age. This is Bible, y'all. And so when God said this to me, it completely changed my perspective and it completely just empowered me to do even more because I knew, in fact, if he was saying this to me, then it's because... He already has some something right up right up ahead for me. So close ahead that, you know, maybe he could tell that I wasn't. It's not that I didn't have faith in him. But again, he was saying, you could do a little bit more. I expect more of you. So do the little bit more that, you know, I expect of you. And you're going to start to see. You're going to, excuse me, you're going to begin to see that I'm going to go ahead and bring the, bring in the provision right bring in the resources and etc cetera, etc cetera. but some of us this is what happens some of us again we stay in that place of okay yes i believe god but i'm not going to take that risk and i'm not going to take that risk because i'm scared to fail i'm scared to fall you know i i i don't want people to make fun of me i'm scared to embarrass myself what if i lose everything if i make this risk But we should look at the example of those who went ahead of us, like Abraham. God even told Abraham to leave his homeland, leave his uh, mother and father, right? Leave, Leave his people behind in order to move forward into the land of promise that the Lord had for him. I'm going to go ahead and as well share this with you as an insight. As you began to really focus on what it is that you ought to be doing in 2023. Because many of us, I believe, there are particular assignments that God wants you to fulfill this year. And you literally have to protect your focus. And you literally have to um, use your time wisely. Because God is counting on you to get 
major things major things done this year I want to go ahead and share this other scripture with you, y'all. It's coming from Proverbs 19, verse 2. And this is one of my favorite scriptures. I've shared it before in past episodes. But I want to go ahead and share it with all of you tonight to refresh your memory. And it says, y'all, Proverbs 19, verse 2. Desire without knowledge is not good. And whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. I'm going to repeat it again. Desire without knowledge is not good. And whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you all is because I would advise you, and including myself, do not make any life-related decisions this year of 2023 without seeking the counsel of God, without seeking counsel from God. This now, y'all, this includes when you should or should not do something, who you should or should not give access into your life. Now, let's go ahead and reflect again on that scripture. Proverbs 19.2. It says, desire without knowledge is not good. Literally meaning as well. It's not good for For example, many people say they desire to be married one day. But... In this context, you desiring to be married one day is not good if you don't know what marriage is. I'm going to repeat this again. You desiring to be married one day is not good if you do not know what marriage is. And we see the evidence of this so many times in society where people get into situations that they had no knowledge of. And now once they get into that situation, they want to get out of it very quickly. Now, it's important for us to make sure we can humble ourselves enough to seek God on matters that we may think we have all the knowledge about, but God knows, God knows there's a a portion of that that we've missed the mark on. And this is where discernment comes to play as well. One of the things that I will strongly encourage you all to do in 2023 is to pray for God to give you greater discernment. And if you don't have any discernment whatsoever, pray to God to give you discernment the same way the scripture tells us to, you know, if we if we if we want wisdom or if we desire wisdom to ask God and he's faithful to give it to us. God knows that in these last days, y'all, we need discernment. We need discernment to be able to know Things that appears to be good, but it's not good whatsoever. It is evil and it's really deceiving. He knows that you want what is true and you don't want to give in to a counterfeit. You don't want to give in to a counterfeit friendship, relationship, marriage, partnership. He doesn't want you to say yes to something that looks like a good opportunity, but it's actually a trap sent from the enemy. And so one of the scriptures that I would recommend you again to meditate on as you are, again, focusing on what it is that you desire or what it is that you would like to accomplish this year is Proverbs 19, verse 2. Get into the root of the thing, right? Why, why is it are you desiring this thing? Like, why are you desiring to go to these places? Why are you desiring to, desiring to connect with these groups of people? 
Secondly, y'all, I would encourage you as well to make it a priority to hear God for yourself. I'm going to say this again. Make it a priority to hear God for yourself. Now, maybe you're saying, JLP, how am I able to hear the voice of God? Maybe you're saying there's so many people that I've that I've talked about hearing the voice of God and how to hear the voice of God. I'm not sure which method is best. I'm not sure which one is true concerning that topic. One of the simplest ways I would say that you can begin to discern and identify the voice of God is, of course, reading the written word, reading the Bible. I'm going to share this with you all, and this has been really encouraging me throughout the years this far. Um, When it comes to hearing God's voice, one of the things that I began to do, especially when it comes to my Bible reading time, my devotional time, is that before I read the word of God, I pray right? I pray before I read the word of God. Like I touch my Bible and I just, again, welcome the Holy Spirit. And I'm asking God to literally lead me to the scriptures that he wants me to be reading. And honestly, y'all, he would literally lead me to the scriptures that I actually just recently had a conversation with him concerning a, 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 a topic. For example, Maybe you were, you know, you were praying to God and you were saying, you know, God, give me understanding on this matter. Or God, help me to make this decision. Is the decision that I'm about to make, is it the right decision or not? And often he will literally lead me to a Bible account that is going, that is going, you know, that is explaining the very thing that I was actually talking to him in scripture that brings forth the confirmation. What happened is that many of us, what we do is we pray, right? We pray to God about something and then we wait until he causes us to see it come to fruition in reality. But we tend to not pray and then go to the word of God. I'm going to say this again. We pray to God about a matter. And then we're hoping that he will answer us through, you know, life circumstances. Like we we think that he's going to answer us in reality, which I'm not saying he can't. He obviously he does at times, right? He does. But many of us, we get frustrated when the answer doesn't come quick enough. Right. But what I began to notice is that after I have spent that time in prayer with the Lord, And I've decided as well to read my Bible. Majority of the time, right after I have read my Bible. Not after I read my Bible, excuse me. But right after I've prayed and then I've read my Bible, the Lord spoke. Like, my goodness, accurately. To the point where it's like, wow, you know, you can say to the Lord, I see you now, Lord God. I see that you're speaking. I know that you're speaking. There's no way this can't be you because it's literally almost verbatim. 
of what of what I've asked for in prayer or what it is that I was inquiring of the Lord about in prayer. And he gives me literally the answers in scripture. I'm no different than you. I just have faith in God. And if you have faith in God and if you trust God, the same will be your portion. But you have to prioritize prayer and you have to prioritize reading the scriptures. And you have to prioritize at times to do it in an orderly fashion, right? If there's something very much so important to your heart and you know you need a, a response, let's say you need to make a decision within a month and you know this month can't pass by without you making that decision, then I would just recommend you to pray and as well as read the word. Truly dissect the word, meditate on the word. And God, I'm telling you, he's going to answer you. He's going to show up. And now, y'all, I want to also go ahead and share this with you. I want you to spend time as well throughout 2023. To not just pray for yourself, not just to pray for your family, but also pray into matters that are important to you. Matters such as socioeconomic matters, right? There's a particular scripture in the word where it says for us to pray for the land that we were settled in, right? We inhabit. Because when we're praying for the land, when we're asking the Lord to bless the land, it's good for us because we too will be blessed. And so if we're not really praying about what it is that we're seeing in our home state or what it is that we're seeing um, in our communities or in our churches, then we're making it hard for us as well to be able to prosper in that place. Not to say that God is not going to prosper you because again, God sees the hearts of every human being. For example, if you're in an environment that is cold, right? An environment that is not bearing good fruit, for the time being, even though the environment is not bearing good fruit, God and his mercy and his love for you, he is able to bless you even in that dry place. But, you know, it's, 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 it's also important for us to know that as well. We have to be the one to pray into these things. We can't expect the world to pray into these things because, again, the world does not know the truth of God, you know. And so, y'all, that is all. Oh, no, I have one more to share with you guys. Last but not least, y'all, be kingdom-minded. Challenge yourself starting this first month of 2023, the month of January, to have a kingdom mindset. Don't have a carnal mindset. Don't have a worldly mindset. Why am I saying this? A carnal mindset and a worldly mindset, they are limited, and not only they are limited, but they often are in contrary to God's truth. Make it your goal, your ultimate goal this year to please the Lord and to remain in him. I'm going to say this again. Make it your ultimate goal this year to please the Lord and to remain in him. Because the Bible lets us know that, you know, in this life we will have trials. And so that duality will continue to occur until Jesus comes. And so we can expect trials, but we should also take heart because we can expect great blessings as well in return. Because even the Bible says that God, he rewards those who diligently seek him. And we can read scriptures such as Galatians 6, 9 that says, if we faint not, we shall reap a harvest, right? We will reap a harvest. 
And so God, he tells them in his word, he is not a God to mock. He said that we will reap what we sow. And if so, for example, the past year, maybe you're saying, man, JLP, it was a hard year for me, a challenging year for me. I'm grateful for it. God taught me many things. But, you know, I I felt like I left the year not receiving what it is that I feel like I deserved especially when it comes to maybe a certain goal that didn't follow through you know or maybe it it's it's finances right like maybe your financial status is not where it is that you want it to be and you're saying what did I do wrong did I miss God you know you perhaps you're saying man JLP you know I stayed in the word I stayed in prayer. I, I worshiped God. I practiced gratitude. I gave to the poor. I helped those who were in need. And, you know, I went to church. You know, I, I you know, I shared the gospel to other people. And yet I feel like my circumstances are not changing. My marital status is still the same. You know, I claimed it and received the words that they said concerning uh, my future The words that even God spoke to me many years ago and is still not coming to fruition. My brother, my sister, then you need to get ready because your harvest is plentiful. And this is what I love about the word of God. The word of God is your anchor and the word of God is your proof that God will indeed bless you and provide for you and sustain you. There's not a person who places their entire faith and trust in God to be put to shame. That's scripture. Those who places their trust in God will not be put to shame. They will not be forsaken. They will not be humiliated. They will not be disappointed. God is up to something in your life. If you have been putting in the work and if you have been praying and believing God at his word and you have been demonstrating that God, I believe you based on the actions that you're taking that is in line with that word and you're telling me you still did not receive your breakthrough, my brother, my sister, get ready. Declare it that this year of 2023 is your harvest season in the mighty name of Jesus. I hope that you guys were blessed by this episode. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was your sister in Christ, JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.